What's up, guys? We're back on the Founder Hour. I'm your co-host, Pat. I'm Posh. That's Posh, and we're back with Zach Honorvar. Zach, it's a pleasure to have you on, man. It's a pleasure having, <laughs> having me on <laughs> yeah. as well. <laughs> uh, so uh, yesterday, we kind of heard about your story, and, and today we want to kind of dive into kind of what your thoughts are on the, on the future of content creation. Obviously, you know, you're with, um, you're managing Yes Theory, and, and Yes Theory is, you know, killing it with the content. So, um, you know, tell us a little bit about what your I, mean, I guess what the space is like right now and and how do you see it changing in the next like five to ten years yeah loaded question yeah. <laughs> um i think content creation is a new type of business where um if you look at companies like apple or nike or you know lululemon they start with a product like a physical product or some companies start with a service and then in order to build a brand around that product, they start to create content. Yeah. So Nike will start to create, you know, dream crazy commercials or whatnot or sign on athletes. And that helps build an ecosystem around their product to get mm-hmm. people excited and build identity. What is very different about content creation in a business sense is that they start first with the content. And then that content expands to creating physical products or services that, you know, vibe with the content. Mm-hmm. So for me, very early on with Yes Theory was to realize that we're making content, but at the same time, the content is a philosophy. The content is an ideology, um, and that makes people feel a certain way. And it has to be very, you have to be very careful building products and services around such a wholesome uh, message, yeah. or else it will seem like it's a, you know, you're selling out or you're just, yeah. you know, pimping the the, the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so... For me, for content creation, that was kind of the main things is like, okay, well, you make videos, you have to find a way to transact with the customer. Um, Do you want to start selling your content? Do you want to start charging for it? Or do you want to start keeping the content for free? I always call it like the chance the rapper approach. Mm -hmm. Keep your main thing for free and then just build businesses around it that you can you can transact with the audience. Um, One thing I've noticed within the past year, and this was the trend in e-commerce when I was at Shopify as well, is everything's going mobile. Yeah. Every single month, I'll realize more viewers are watching Yes Theory videos on their phone than they are on their laptops, um, and more people are are just using what, uh, phone-based apps to to uh, communicate with us or to speak with us or to engage with other people within the Yes Theory community. Um, so for me, when you're asking about the future of, of content, I think it's completely mobile. And for me, a big portion of that where I'm very bullish is with IGTV as a mm-hmm. vertical content-based platform. So, so you're kind of bent. You think like Instagram is going to last a long time, and you think IGTV is going to be bigger than what it is now. I think IGTV will be bigger than what it is now. I don't know how long Instagram will last, but I think whatever will take over will have some sort of vertical content yeah. uh, portion of that business. I think that um, we're becoming more and more, for lack of a better term, lazy mm-hmm. as a consumer base. Mm-hmm. Um, the process of turning your phone horizontally is a layer of friction that I think eventually we will not want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And Instagram, for us, at least in North America, I believe has the majority of the uh, attention of a millennial audience. And it's really hard to bet against Instagram right now because they have that attention and they can, as they are doing right now, releasing feature after feature to bring IGTV closer to the Instagram that we're we're used to and we that we use on a daily basis. Um, whether that's like a few days ago, they uh, released the feature where you can see an IGTV video actually in your feed yeah. and mm-hmm. then click on it the and expand it. Up, yeah. mm-hmm. and, uh, I saw it on Stephen A. Smith's Instagram for the yeah. first time. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, and Rich Roll is a, a friend of ours and a great creator and athlete that has been using it very well uh, and very te- intelligently as well. 
Um, but that's that's my bet is that especially when I speak with filmmakers and when I speak with videographers, no one likes shooting in or editing vertical video, which also then just makes me even more confident that it's going to have success because people are even slower to adapt, trans- yeah, and adapt and, and uh, transition to that medium. Yeah. And that is like to me like, holy crap. No one is going to move, and when they do, it's going to be a snowball effect of it just, you know, avalanching. Yep. Um, the other thing is that uh, right now it's the I call it the Uber situation. But everyone, if I ask, like, "Hey, why aren't you making IGTV content as a creator?" They go, "Well, no one watches IGTV." My response is always like, "Okay, well, why do you think no one's watching IGTV?" Well, because there's no good content on IGTV. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right? Like it's mm-hmm. the Uber situation of mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. well, no one's going to call an Uber if there's no Uber drivers, but no one's going to drive Uber if there's no one calling chicken Uber. Chicken and egg, yeah. Thing, yeah. So it's it's a chicken and the egg situation. Yeah. Um, but my whole thing is like, when that tide turns and people start to sign up and right. and, and make videos for IGTV, and the audience will move in, in wave, mm-hmm. and then uh, it might be too late as someone to get noticed as an early adapter to the platform. I'm curious. So there's two challenges that I have in mind that I'd, I'd be curious to see your thoughts on. Number one, it's the saturation of content, like how much there is and how much bad content there is, how much fake content there is. And then also the good content and the fact that it's hard to discover. That's one. And the second one is um, – I'm forgetting the second one. So we'll just focus on the first one for now until I remember the uh, second one. But what is what are your thoughts on – finding the good content and just a sea of so much. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think certain platforms have, like if you're in the eyes of a creator and the eyes of a consumer, I'll ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I would be curious as a, as a, in the eyes of a creator, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, what, I guess as a creator, what, or, or like in your opinion, what makes good content, uh, what's like good content versus bad right. content, right? Like, uh, I, like you were saying, like back in the day when people were making content, they weren't really thinking of it as a way to make you know a Money. business out of it. And then once they did, you obviously want to make sure that you're not being inauthentic and you're not like selling out. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, how do you how do people continue to make good content, and what is good content to you? That's a great question. Right. Um, I think for me in particular, good content is something being made uh, for the reason that falls back to that company's why or that group of creators why. Like, why are we doing what we do? rather than where I see people either trend to or start off as is let's do what we think is going to get views or let's do what we think is going to have sex success on the algorithm. Um, and then that is where content becomes bad, even if it works. Yeah. Um, and that's like, you know, when you see certain YouTube creators or creators on any platform start to do pranks or make titles that are misleading or okay. thumbnails that have, yeah, clickbait yeah. Um, is bad content even Mm -hmm. if what's happening in the video is entertaining or it has success uh it's bad content because it doesn't realign with the values of the person and it's not sustainable it's riding a fad um so good content is anything whether it gets one view or a million views Mm -hmm. that people are doing for the right reason not for commercial success and i remembered my second thing my second thing was you know with you know for example apple released this whole like screen time thing and people Mm -hmm. are trying to use their phones less or Mm -hmm. you know you know, they're trying to use their phones less. It's not really working. But also there's all these platforms that are constantly changing, whether it's IGTV being, you know, something that's being pushed or Snapchat slowly dying and going to Snapchat graveyards. But like, how does a content creator keep up with the changing platforms? I mean, which one do you focus on? Mm-hmm. Which one are you? And I know you said you're bullish on IGTV, but it's not there yet. So how mm-hmm. do you 
continuously post and create content to get to that point of like, okay, we're going to be number one on IGTV. But mm-hmm. right now, how do you manage all those different platforms with different demographics, with different use cases? Yeah, it, that's a great question. There's a lot of different um, things within there that are worth mentioning. First, uh, kind of going back to your first question of like, how do you you cut through? Yeah. Um, it also depends where you are as a creator. Yeah. If you are just starting off, it is really hard to start off in YouTube now because it is a very saturated platform. Like you're saying, it's very difficult to cut through from all that's being posted. Right. Cutting through and being noticed on IGTV is a lot easier. However, the viewers aren't there yet. Mm-hmm. So it also depends, you know, are you someone who is starting off as a creator and has a little bit of money saved up so that you don't need immediate financial right. success? Yeah. Um, because, uh, and Gary V talks about this a lot mm-hmm. and I commend him for it, is like, uh, if you are early on, uh, an early on adapter to a new platform, you're going to grow with that platform yeah. and you're going to be at the forefront of determining how that platform is content is digested. Yeah. Yeah. So for someone, if they're at, uh, someone who's telling me, Hey, I want to start up a, a channel right now and start creating content. I'd be like, go to IGTV cause you are starting with nothing. So you might as well start on the platform that you're betting on for the future yeah. Yeah. rather than less start, to yeah, lose too. you have less to lose. But if it's someone like yes theory and you have 3.5 million on uh, YouTube, it's a lot harder to drop everything and move to IGTV. Right. It's yeah. a big yeah. bet. And so. your audience is going to be pissed off because you're like, we're not on there. And now you're trying to get us to migrate to another platform, which we don't want to be on this. So. Yeah. But I, it's important for every creator, whether yeah. you're, you know, 50,000 subscribers or 5,000 subscribers or 5 million subscribers. Yeah to also watch the trends of the industry that you're in. It's like a corporate company, like, you know, like losing out to a startup when they're not, exactly. you know, you know, being aware of the fact it's that blockbuster like, we need to, not realizing exactly. that streaming is going to win. Exactly. And so it's, a, it's something we think about all the time too. And also, you know, the connotation of being YouTubers for the guys is, you know, what happens when you're 30? What happens when you're 35 and you right. got kids? Do you want right. to be creating YouTube videos? Well, you um, want your kids like Ryan to be creating fucking YouTube videos and unpa- <laughs> unpacking boxes yeah, and making yeah. a $22 million. <laughs> uh, yeah. Insane, yeah. yeah. And just being aware of like what are the up-and-coming platforms that are going to potentially disrupt YouTube or disrupt Instagram even right. and how do we get on those earlier? At least just educate ourselves on does it have a fighting yeah. chance yeah. so that something doesn't catch us on our blind side. And just to kind of wrap up this segment, what is one piece of content that you as Zach want to see that you haven't seen out there, whether it's yes theory putting it out or whether it's somebody else that you think should start it. What's missing that phenomenal question. Um, one thing that I haven't been able to find and actually your guys's podcast is probably the closest I've gotten to it is something where I've always wanted to, to find a podcast or interview uh, formatted show that talks with people that are specialists or experts in certain domains mm-hmm. and lifts the veil of how the business and economics work behind yeah. that industry at that time at, at like that real time. news yeah like for me is you know scooter braun's a great mentor of mine oh, yeah. and, and a great friend but every time i watch a scooter braun podcast he's being asked about the same things yeah, where same i thing. would love to see scooter break down the business behind an album you know who owns what who what percentage goes to who how is that determined how does it come out who handles distribution who handles publishing what the fuck does that mean dry stuff that is actual like the real the the things that matter like you know when you listen to gary v i mean like whatever i'm not huge on his content because it's always motivational right yes yes i always talk about this with pat pat and i agree i'm sure you agree with us 
there's a lot of entrepreneurs don't lack motivation. Yeah. They lack the execution skills. Like we're motivated. Okay, we're gonna start a business. Okay, yeah, we, we like to call it like people are already yeah. inspired. Like the inspired. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone's the inspired yeah. already. Exactly. Like people are inspired now. Go yeah. do. Yeah. What's the next step? Exactly. What, yeah. How do you start that LLC? How do you Bingo. get that? You know that. Um, you know what's not? Is it called EIN? Like how do you get those <laughs> the bank account? Like yeah, the, the shit that actually yeah. is the business of the business, right? Like right. like what is the business of the business? Like and that's why one of my favorite scooter um, scooter Braun's like one of my biggest inspirations too. And the reason, and the, the episode I loved the most was actually with the iconic guys with Mark yeah, and yeah, with Jeff, Mark, yeah. when he was talking about like the personal, like it wasn't business related, but it was more so like his, you know, spouse and his kids and like, mm-hmm. you know, the real human behind him, exactly. right? Like not just, oh yeah, I'm Scooter Braun. Like, yeah, Justin Bieber. Like how many times can you hear that fucking story? Like, yeah. you know, I'm sick of it. I'm sure he's sick of telling it, mm-hmm. but it's like, what is the real behind the shittiness of the days that are happening? Because 99% of an entrepreneur's days suck. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about that. And mm-hmm. maybe perhaps bring a positive light to it or maybe just make it more relatable. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the person or the people that do that, that's going to be sticking to people. And they're going to be like, okay, now I'm motivated to go out and do it. Yeah. Like, I know that it's going to suck, but I'm going to still do it anyways. Exactly. And for me, you know, to kind of wrap this whole thing up has been, um, I saw that that was a something that I wanted to watch or listen to that does, didn't exist. And I also realized that I have these conversations with creators where I tell them, move to IGTV and mm-hmm. be telling them. And I was like, I need to have skin in the game. Mm-hmm. So to kind of wrap this whole thing up has been something I've been wanting to start. I wanted to call it the business behind and then interview people, whether it Love be it. someone that owns an airline yeah. to someone who owns a museum yeah. to someone who owns you know a, a big music company and take yeah. the veil out of those industries and show what is the bare bones economic supply demand that operates, like you're saying, mm-hmm. to, for someone to be able to execute within that industry and not be fooled by, like you're saying, the motivation of just like, oh, just go do it. Yeah. And then someone goes to execute and ends up in they a fire know. festival yeah, situation. Have no <laughs> you have no idea what the fuck exactly. to do. Yeah. Right. It, it, is the, it is their fault, but it's also society's fault for misleading them to believe that it's very doable. It's it's not very doable. Mm-hmm. It's It has to be tough or else I would have done it already. You would have done it already. You would yeah, have done yeah. it already, right? Well, it, it has is, to be tough and challenging. Right. To... to, to reword that it is doable but it's not easy yeah right it's, it's not it's exactly. challenging exactly and so yeah. not to be fooled but there's also a lot of things that you find out within the process that yeah like you're saying you know no one expects no one realizes like even the process of for me moving to to the usa like you had no idea the process yeah. of like building credit and you move here with no credit yeah. therefore you can't get a business credit card because yeah. they're not giving you no. credit and, yeah. it, and you'll <laughs> never learn that anywhere <laughs> yeah. right like until you learn it in life yeah. And it's already too late sometimes at that point, but yeah. anyway, we could go so, on and on. Yeah, this, this has been the great. whole segment in itself. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's the whole. No, this has been great. I mean, like, you know, obviously there's no question that content is king and con- will continue to be king. But, you know, uh, people just need to make sure that they're aware of the content that they're putting out and, and they're sticking to their why and what they truly believe because that's what is going to lead to sustainable content. So for sure. thanks for your input on this. Yeah, you're welcome.